Jed Nation, are you a royalist? Do you like do you like the royals? Do you like the monarchy? Should we just do away with them? 7804960063. Would love to hear from you and get your perspective on this. Uh, or uh, maybe we'll leave a little bit of room for a, a phone call after I chat with my next guest about this. He's a professor emeritus uh, of political science at the University of British Columbia. Dr. Philip Resnick is joining the show. Dr. Resnick, thanks so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. I mean, this question, I think, has come up multiple times. Should we do away with the monarchy? I don't imagine that we're really ever going to. Uh, but there has been a lot of recent scandal now with the, the new book by Prince Harry, Spare. Uh, not doesn't really look great for the royal family. The fact that there are several bands and artists that won't play the king's coronation. Where do you think the royal family stands right now in terms of public interest and appeal? Well, there clearly have been, you know, scandals, if that's the right word, uh, or very serious, you know, dysfunctionality, let's use a softer word, in the, in the royal family. But I think the reason, uh, the reason sort of I think the issue is a little bit in the air right now, again, is the, core, is, is the fact that the, you know, Queen Elizabeth died last year, and uh, Charles has taken, has taken over, and there's a coronation coming in two months, right? Uh, he'll be officially coronated with all the ceremony that comes with it. And what that means is, and I think it's particularly true for countries like Canada, Australia and New Zealand, which which retain the British monarch as their formal head of state, at a time to think, of, you know, to at least uh, you know rethink the question, or if not rethink it, at least talk about it. Because what does it mean to have royal, you know, to have a British monarch as our formal head of state? Now, Australia is actually is more ahead of us, I think, in this one in terms of debating it than we are. They had a referendum on this question back in 1999. Uh, I happened to be down there that that fall. It was uh, I was on a sabbatical, and. Uh, it lost uh, the Republican. The, the 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 yeah. The pro proposition was to shift to become a republic. Forty-five percent in favor, fifty-five against. Fine, but uh, that was sponsored by the then government of the time, the Liberal government. The Labour Party, which is now in power, has said that if they get re-elected to a second term, or they're in, they just got elected a year ago, they will have a second referendum on the question. We'll see whether you know whether they get re-elected, and we'll see what happens. So they, they at least have gone that far. We're I, I'm, I you know to be realistic. We're not about to have a referendum in this country on the question, but it is all. It is also clear from public opinion polls that more and more Canadians feel that this, this is something very old-fashioned, derelict. This is kind of leftover from the old imperial days, mm. and you know we've moved on. I mean, Canada used to be, you know, uh, we, you know we know what 1867 and all that was about, and I'm not. No one's going to re. You know, we're not trying to rehash history here. The British Empire and Britain was a very important part of the story, but as the decades have gone by and as the centuries have gone by the question and as we've slowly shed various things for example there was the statute of Westminster in 1931 there was the uh, abolition of appeals to the Privy Council in London so the Supreme Court of Canada is now the Supreme the, the final of, of, uh, judicial authority for this country the flag there was a huge debate about the flag I'm old enough to remember it back in 1965 <laughs> getting rid of that red ensign which you know which had the Union Jack in the corner oh my god the screaming and yelling from John Diefenbaker and some of the others you would have thought we were throwing every everything out the window. Well, who in their right mind wants to go back to the red ensign today? I mean, we're perfectly comfortable with the maple leaf flag. It's turned out to be very uni unifying. And then, of course, there was the whole patriation package under under Pierre Trudeau, which, you know, with the charter and all that. So we've, you know, and we, because I just have to remind your listeners, we used to have to appeal to um, bended knee go to the British Parliament every time we wanted to amend the British North America Act, as it was then called. Could you imagine? We had no amending formula in the old, uh, in the old uh, Constitution. 
So I wonder so, then, Dr. Resnick, I mean, we, you know, should we, should we not? What what benefit do we have to, to remain part of the Commonwealth as, as Canadians? Because we, oh, we likely uh, oh. will. Oh, I don't think the issue is being in the Commonwealth. That, that, that's, yeah, nobody's arguing we should get out. The Commonwealth has become, for all practical purposes, just a talking club. It has no effective power. The king or queen, the king in this case, will be the formal head of it. But you know, most of the countries in the Commonwealth are republics, as a matter of fact. In India, Pakistan, and Nigeria, you go through the whole list. So I don't think the Commonwealth is the issue. The issue is, is that in our, in, in, for Canada, if, you know, for example, you, new citizens, when they take their oath of allegiance, if you can use that term, they are swearing allegiance to King Charles III, or King Charles as he's called, and his heirs and successors, and so on and so forth and so forth. Well, is that really the way we see this country? I mean, King Charles, are we, I mean, are we really a monarchy? I can see, you see, I, I have no problem with the constitutional monarchy when it's a, you know, when it's a national monarch. For example, the Scandinavian countries, three of them have their own, you know, their own monarchs, fine. Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. Netherlands has a king. Uh, Belgium, France, Spain. Uh, but these are, they're not, you know, these are their own, you know, they're Spaniards, they're, they're Dutch, they're, you know, you know what I'm getting at, they're mm. Swedes. The problem I have is not with the constitutional monarchy, it's that it's a borrowed monarchy. It's not a Canadian monarchy. We can claim the crown is Canadianized, but the governor general, for example, is not the Ralph, the formal head of state. He is the representative of the crown in Canada. And it's true that, you know, for all practical purposes in Canadian matters, uh, it is the governor general who's involved and or lieutenant governors at the provincial level. But the fact remains that formally the uh, the the king or sorry the, the the queen or king in this case of the United Kingdom is also the queen or king as will be the, as is true for Charles of Canada and that somehow seems to be left over from an uh, from an earlier period it's not it no longer reflects i think the canada of today Dr. Resnick, I know we could keep going on about this conversation but that's all the time that i have with you so thank you very much for being here Okay, thanks very much. Bye-bye. That's Dr. Philip Resnick, who is a professor emeritus of political science at the University of British Columbia. So should Canada seriously look at becoming a republic? What do you think in terms of the royals?